Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 welcome to episode 7 of Is This Enough the really brilliant game show that is brilliant and excellent woohoo we hope you'll play along with the rounds whilst you listen. You can send your scores and audience round answers to isthisenoughpod at gmail.com and you can follow the podcast on uh, social media at isthisenoughpod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok. Yeah! Please leave us a like and a review on your chosen podcast app and make it a good one. Please, thank you. And please, David Hoare here, please come see my Edinburgh Fringe show uh, during the Edinburgh Fringe in August. I'll be there from the 4th to the 27th of August doing my show One Billion Songs please. It's an hour-long musical comedy show. Should be a lot of fun. We hope to see you there. In the meantime, please enjoy episode 7 of Is This Enough? Is This Enough? What are you drinking? I'm drinking a crisp glass of water. Is it crisp? <sighs> it's crisp. Could you use it as a healthy alternative to crisps? No, I've tried. <laughs> you probably could. You're uh, dunking your water like... in tzatziki and going, this just won't do. <laughs> like a, a pot of hummus that's submerged. <laughs> uh, submerged hummus would be a good band name. What kind of music would they play? Um, I feel like... They would be um, like an OK Go kind of... Oh, yeah. Kind of indie pop. Like mid-range indie with good music videos. Am I slagging off OK Go? I am a little bit. He is slagging off OK Go. <laughs> More like, you've... fine, stay if you want to. You've heard it here first, folks. More like, OK... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I bet they never hear that. I bet if you said that to them, they'd be bowled over. Okay, go on then. See if I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go to the bank with your album sales, which are good, <laughs> but not like great. No one's listening to them. You're watching them, sure. Yeah, you go, oh, that's a nice music video. And then enough people go, I actually like the song as well, that uh, it works out for them. That's a pretty God. decent business model. Better than ours. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Is This Enough? The really brilliant game show that is not only brilliant, but very often is also excellent. It's the exciting quiz where we've made up four rounds each for each other, and neither of us know what the other questions, uh, and neither of us know what the other has in store for us. With me, as ever, is the always itchy James O'Donoghue. James, I'm st I am quite itchy. That's true. <laughs> How did you know that? That's bizarre. <laughs> Both of us are scratching right now. Although I don't moisturise. You gotta, you gotta moisturise. You gotta moisturise, folks. You gotta do it. You gotta um, do it. James, how are you getting on with last week's prize? Another shot of Pfizer. Ah, oh, David, I feel fit as a fiddle. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is a fiddle that has been left in the attic and there is a degree of mould that's set into the fiddle um, and uh, it, the fiddle is now broken. David, I had too much Pfizer. <laughs> so say, surely a fiddle that's in the attic is the least likely thing to get COVID because it's nowhere. No, usually fiddles are on the roof. Yes! Yay! Yes! Judaism. <laughs> Judaism. Yes. I imagine that's what you chant at the synagogue, right? It, it really it basically is. <laughs> 
basically, um, you know, have you ever seen the footage of uh, when they killed uh, Osama bin Laden and John, and John Cena comes Segway. out? Have you ever seen that footage? John Cena comes out and says, we have found and compromised to a permanent end Osama bin Laden. Yeah. And then the whole crowd starts going, USA, USA, USA. That's what we do. But instead, we say Jesus Oh God! We found and compromised the Christ. Uh, no, of course not. Instead, what we do is we come out and go. <laughs> I guess a lot of people hate us, but we're still here. And then we all go. Ah, it's good crack. Are you all Irish? Let me tell you, we're not some of the refreshing orange Jews that you can sometimes get at local supermarkets. This is the weirdest style you've done. This has gone off Richard's the rails. saying something. This has um, gone off the rails. Last week as a commiseration, uh, consolation, forfeit for losing, I had to have another shot of Moderna. Um, which has put And how me, are you feeling? I've got 72 different types of COVID. But we'll get on with it. Uh, we hope you play along with us at home. Let us know your scores. There's even an audience round at the end. So that's wonderful, isn't it? If you'd like to follow us on uh, social media, please follow at Is This Enough Pod. And if you'd like to send in your scores and your audience round answers, please do so to Is This Enough Podcasting at gmail.com. James, are you excited to hear what this week's prize is? Oh boy, I've been up all night. <laughs> so, no, I'm not excited. I'm very tired, David. Fair. Well, the prize yes, this week... of course I am. Oh, good. The prize this week is the ability to know how to get what you want and get it. What? <laughs> so, let's hope you win today. The forfeit for losing is a bin full of used dry wipe markers. Oh. <laughs> Shall we get on with, with the that. quiz? I think we better. Hooray! Round hey. one. Round one is called General Knowledge. I'm going to ask you, what colour was TV presenter Noel Edmonds' beard whilst hosting these things? And you just have to tell me, what colour was his beard? It's for 40 points a question. Do you understand the quiz? Oh boy, do I ever. <laughs> Are you a fan of Noel Edmonds' endeavours? Um, I uh, had cousins that were addicted to Deal or No Deal for a while, and I <laughs> consider that to be the most worrying thing about my family. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's a lot of mental health disorders in my family. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Considerable amount. Yeah. But fair oh, enough. Boy. Uh, and you were like, no deal. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I have heard all sorts of weird things about Deal or No Deal. Very, very strange cult. I'll tell you what I've also heard. I've heard that Noel Edmonds is very litigious. It's like, best behaviours! Oh, is he? He's incredibly litigious. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that the sound of you thinking of a new round? That's the sound of my arsehole closing. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anything um... said in the next few minutes is a parody on Minecraft. Question number one. What colour was Noel's beard on Noel's house party? Um, of course, uh, Noel's beard at that point was... Um, in his blobby era. In his bl- in the, the blobby in the era. blobbiest era. It would be a kind of very... A kind of strawberry blonde. Uh, young, vi- invigorated, refreshed. Uh, maybe the odd seasoned prickle grey in there. Just to be like, oh, he's young, but also he's experienced. He can t- he can teach you a thing or two. You're David, wrong. David, am I? You're I'm so not. wrong. That was his oh, grey silver era. That was the era where we were like, oh. Noel Edmonds has grey silver hair. You know, really? he wasn't he wasn't as young as he could have been because of the passage of time. But you know, uh, yeah, no, that was his uh, that was his silver that was his silver fox era. What are the points for this, David? 40 points a question. I've missed out on 40 points. You currently have none. Zero points. You have, much like a monastery of one, none. Um... (laughs) Amen.
Question number two. What colour was Noel's beard on Deal or No Deal? Okay, this was a this was a heavy dye job, but he'd just gone <laughs> slightly too red. It was quite a kind of an auburn, um, rich dark, like a nutty brown ale. Mmm, uh, correct, exactly, yes. Yes! And everyone went, yes. he used to be silver in the face, and now he's nutty brown. I assume that's natural, so that's fun. Uh, question number three. What colour was Noel Edmonds' beard when he presented Top Gear? Did he present Top Gear? He presented Top Gear. Was this like pre-Clarkson or I was this... I believe it was pre-Clarkson. I believe oh it was when God. the show started uh, in 1977, oh, yeah, a... 1980s sort of era. Has so... it been going on for that long? Yes, and also it feels like it's been going on for that long. <laughs> it feels um, endlessly repeated on Dave. Mm, 1979 to 1980 was when Noel Edmonds presented Top Gear. Oh my god! Hold on, so he starts presenting Top Gear and then Thatcher gets into office and begins to privatise the welfare state. Coincidence? <laughs> Coinky dinks? What a coinky dink! Claudia Winkly Dinklemans! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Claudia Winkly Dinklemans. <laughs> What colour do you think his hair was in his Top Gear era? Um, Right, I'm going to throw a curveball out. Did he maybe not have a beard, but just a a big old bristly moustache? A decoy. A decoy. That wouldn't be in the spirit of this quiz, would it? Uh, I don't know, David. You tell me. No, you're wrong. He had like a kind of dark brown beard at that point. Possibly Uh... natural. Possibly not. Mm. You can never know with Noel Edmonds. Allegedly. Please don't <laughs> sue me. <sighs> well, you've missed out on 40 whole points there. Your final question. What colour was TV presenter Noel Edmonds' beard whilst he was hosting the deceased ghost of Bruce Forsyth? <laughs> um, hosting it like um, Bruce Forsyth now lives in, in him and uses him as a vessel. Yeah, like a conduit. Like a conduit. Like a conduit. Um, Please don't sue me, Madonna. I hope we don't get sued today. Imagine getting sued by Madonna and then Noel Edmonds. Do you reckon Meek has ever sued anyone? He's like, everybody's gonna sue today, gonna sue today, gonna sue today. <laughs> I remember when Mika was a big thing. Mm. That was a, that was an annoying summer. <laughs> So. My, same, my same cousins that were really into Deal or No Deal were also really into Mika. And, Are you cousins uh, with Mika? Hang on a minute. <laughs> my God. Everybody's going to ring the banker, going to ring the banker, going to ring the banker. <laughs> my favourite um, thing about... Did you know who, do you know who owns Deal or No Deal? Is it, is it something bad like Hat Trick? It's Richard Osmond. All right, here's my hottest take. Yeah, I don't like Richard Osmond. Don't get us sued. I this is a matter of opinion, Fair. and I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Yeah, Richard Osmond isn't funny, and someone needs to tell Richard Osmond that he isn't funny. <laughs> uh, okay, you can have that opinion. That's fine. I find him Richard right. Osmond's House of Games is one of the most painful things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I know it wasn't filmed during COVID, but the audience is so sedate. It sounds like it was filmed during COVID. Is there an audience? There's either an audience... No, there's either a really quiet shit audience or there's a very unprofessional cameraman who likes to have a little chuckle at the wry remarks. <laughs> so you think there's either one audience member who's like, ha-ha, or there's somebody that works there who's like, hoo Yes. Okay. Yes. Fair. What colour was Noel Edmonds' beard when he was hosting the ghost of deceased... Uh, person Bruce Forsyth okay so Bruce Forsyth he died Enfield's favourite son he died uh, what year that was the day the music died Um, (laughs) that was fairly recent Uh, my brain confuses the day that uh, that, uh, my brain confuses the day that Bruce Forsyth died a lot with when Prince Philip died Um, except people were genuinely sad 
about mm. one of them. Who's to say which one? Let's not get sued today. <laughs> Let's not get sued by Prince Philip. <laughs> I think... I think his beard... His, his beard is probably either... It was either grey or entirely orange, like a naughty child had just been in a big old bag of Cheetos. <gasps> a naughty <laughs> child in a bag of Cheetos. Yeah, that favourite Fallout Boy song. Uh, you're wrong, of course. <laughs> <laughs> when he was possessed by the ghost of Bruce Roy, for, 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 his of Bruce Voice. Bruce Forsyth. When he was possessed by the deceased ghost of Bruce Forsyth, his beard famously went maroon. At the end of that oh. round, James, you have a cool 40 points. That is cool. <laughs> I like crisp, you like cool. Over to you, James. Round two. Round two is called MC. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> David, the company that used to be one old anti-Semitic man making mouse drawings has somehow swallowed all of culture. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, or as Disney insiders call it, Keys Jangling Limited, is a giant multi-billion <laughs> franchise that has made more money in the last decade than, I don't know, Sweden? Is that true? <laughs> Fuck it. Sounds right. Who are you? Fatcheck.com? No, you're not. You're a professional comedian, musician, and Twitch streamer with love to give and an ever-expanding need to be loved. But David, enough about you. Let's get on with the round. Since Endgame, the MCU hasn't an MC clue what to MC do, and some of its co- and some of its upcoming MC movies sound like they could make you say MCPU. So, David, which one of these upcoming MCU movies and TV shows are true? And which are made up by yours truly. And by <laughs> yours truly, I mean me, James O'Donoghue, a comedian and friend. <laughs> yes, please. These are all worth. These are all worth forty point. Uh, no, these are all worth twenty points each. Mm. Uh, however, there is a lot of them. So let's crack on. I will warn you now that I, but I haven't done it recently. But I do like to go onto Disney's upcoming films to be released thing quite often because they're like you think how many films has a production company got in production at any one time they might be releasing say three or four films this year how many films have they got production filming planning yeah yeah. and you look at disney and it's about 80 films yeah yes insane and it's like not only remakes and reboots it's like sequels to the reboots and remakes and spin-offs of them and i like to look at it quite often i like to look at it on my twitch stream and just see my chat get ever more depressed so with (laughs) that in mind let's go let's go as mario says Hmm. david uh i know also that you're not big into marvel and uh well i was I, but then they just made it and they just boring they made yeah, they just it kept really going. boring god is this the galaxy is... 2 was the god is the galaxy the fun franchise the one where they've got a raccoon and a tree and they do jokes and stuff and then they're like ha 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 feelings and you're like fuck off Continue. Uh, also, so this is a marker of how much David does, dislikes Marvel at this point. Uh, I was with David, uh, I think the weekend that Endgame came out, and uh, he Googled the plot and read it in front of me. Um, oh, I so did, So yeah. I saw Endgame twice that weekend, once in the big screen, second, seeing it unfold as David was reading its Wikipedia entry <laughs> and go, Oh! <laughs> oh, God! I like to do that. Uh, so, David. Hi. Is this an upcoming MCU movie? Is it Captain America New World Order? Is that a real thing? problem is that people talk to me about Captain America quite a lot. So I believe that they've made one of the other people the Captain America. That be- is true, yes. So, like, Bucky O'Hare or whatever his name is? So uh, uh, No, it's it's another guy. But is it not Bucky O'Hare? Okay. It's not 
it's not Bucky Barnes. If we weren't going to get sued for me doing the most accurate recreation of it, I would do the entire Bucky O'Hare rap for you right now. I'll do a sample in another dimension, another time and space. A parallel universe is falling on its face. When out of the chaos, who else could it be? Bucky Animal Avengia from SBACE. Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. I'll stop there. Uh, I prefer Bucky O'Hare to the MCU. I think that is true. That is indeed true, David. You've won yourself a crisp 20 points. Uh, That is, uh, of course, upcoming uh, where they've got some guys. uh, Also, a lot of people annoyed because it's uh, got one of the MCU's first Jewish superheroes and they've called it New World Order, which is rank. Um, Spicy. But that's okay. We press on. Mm. That's not getting Discord now. Hey now. Uh, <laughs> hey now. You're an all-star. We record this Get on the show Discord, on. the app Discord. That's why that's a good we. joke. Carry on, James. David, is <laughs> Snowflame an upcoming movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? The woke Snowflames. Uh, the woke. The Wome Snowflame. <laughs> You having a stroke, James? <laughs> yes, and once I've finished, I will continue. <laughs> Great. Um, Snowflame, what would that be? That is this wait, wait sorry. Is this only Marvel Cinematic Universe? Is this is any, only okay. strictly the MCU, not the DC universe. Or just any other Disney films. Because the problem or is, is that I, Disney films. I have read that the problem with I find with Marvel's MCU universe is that the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe is that I read. I was a big fan of Spider Man growing up. I've read quite a lot of books. I've read Civil War. I've read Secret War. I've read all these things. So I know that A, there's a lot to go on, and B, there's a lot of superheroes that never made it. There's like A list, there's B list, there's C list, there's D list. There's What are the other letters of the alphabet? There is. <laughs> So Snowflame could easily be one because they were like, oh, we could talk about disparate things. And oh, they, uh, they, 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 they've got problems this way and problems that way. It could be a bipolar superhero. You never know. So- it could be a superhero that's sad. David, you got to get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, Spider-Man famously chipper. Um, so I'm going to say Snowflame is not. That is correct. Snowflame, of course, is not an upcoming MCU. There is, however, a character from DC Comics called Snowflame who gets their powers from cocaine because the 1980s was a hell of a time for comic books. (laughs) David, is this an upcoming MCU movie? The Blade reboot. They reboot in Blade? Uh, I think about Blade Trinity about once a week because it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, but it's also clearly, very clearly, got lots of product placement for Apple products when they were still on the rise. (laughs) So there's basically a bit where some vampire hunters are about to go vampire hunting and uh, they've got an iPod or an iPod Nano or something, and Blade is in a car with one of them and goes, what are they doing? And they go, oh, they're making playlists to listen to before they go kill vampires. And it's like them making a playlist on their iPod. And I, I think about that about once a week. Oh I think that they God. are rebooting Blade, because why the fuck wouldn't they? Of course, David. I tell you why, because nothing is good <laughs> Nothing is good. Were the original Blade films good? Eh. All right. Yeah, fine. Bit of fun. So fine does fine for Marvel is a challenge because they see a film that was fine at one point and they think, well, we could make another film that is also fine in an entirely different way. And that way you can watch one film that's yeah, get a, yeah, pretty good in one way, or oh yeah, cool, I guess, in another way. Are they going to have a scene in which they go into a rave which is in a butcher's and they have the sprinkler system full of blood like they do in Blade? No, of course fucking not. 
Of course not. What? No, no, because that would be at least an interesting choice. <laughs> oh, I'm saying it. You hear that, Bob Iger? That's how I say it. We're not ending now, are we? (laughs) You said keep it tight. Okay, so so, is Madam Web an upcoming movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And yes, I am spelling that sin as in (laughs) S-I-N. Madam... Web Web. was always the most interesting part of the 90s... uh, Spider-Man TV yes. show. Yes. Voiced do, by Stan Lee's wife. Do, do. Stan Lee had a wife. Stan Lee had, uh, I think, probably many wives. It was a bit <laughs> of a bit of a dog. Uh, also, a thief. What? Who said that? Um, let's not get sued by anyone today. Let's not get sued by more <laughs> dead c- people. Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's do another take on that. Let's not get sued by any more dead people. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, they're definitely doing a Madame Web. They could. They need uh, to bring Spider-Man out. Are they not? Well, they are doing a Madame Web movie, David. However, that's not part of the MCU. Is it the that Sony is... bastard? It's the Sony cinematic Friends uh, of Spider-Man, but no Spider-Man, please, movie universe. Because Morbius did so well. I watched a bit of Morbius. Uh, when I was at my parents, because uh, they have a TV, uh, I was watching it and I thought, this is a movie that if it had come out in the 1990s would be considered the greatest movie of all time. Well, However, maybe I'd like it then. It's dumb. It's it's, it's dumb. It I was like bad. Dumb. But like, I'm dumb and was, I like me. <laughs> it was bad, but it's only a few steps away from like, I don't know, Doctor Strange. That was bad. Mm, fair. Uh, oh, uh, well. David, is bananas in pyjamas, they're walking down the stairs, bananas <laughs> in pyjamas and the multiverse of madness, an MCU film? Watching only people who only watch the Marvel films who've never read any of the comic books realise that the multiverse initially makes things exciting, but then immediately makes things dull because just anything can happen and anyone can come back from the dead and everything. Uh, It's one of my favourite things. Um, And therefore, yes, yes. Bananas in pyjamas coming down the stairs is definitely in in the MC universe because... Oh, David, of course not, you silly boy. Damn it! (laughs) Of course not. They are, however, DC universe characters. (laughs) You can look forward to them turning up in The Flash, or as many people are calling it, please distract yourself from the fact that Ezra Miller is in this film. Hooray! Well, thank you very much for that wonderful round, James. That's, of course, there's one last one. Oh! There's one last one. Is this an upcoming MCU film? Four hours of pictures of all your friends and favourite characters while everyone tells you what a special guy you are. Yes? Yes, that's all of them, really. (laughs) So at the end of that, you've got 80 points. A woohoo! Check me out. Round three. James, round three is called Sports Phrase or Mayonnaise. Is this a sports phrase, a commonly used sports phrase, or a brand of mayonnaise? This is for 300 points a question. Do you understand the premise? Yes. <laughs> yes, Number I one do. Is Miracle Whip a sports phrase or a type of mayonnaise? Miracle Whip is... What could that be? That's like a US... That's a Miracle Whip from Johnson! Uh, That would be like a... A basket... No, a baseball whip. Whoa! That's a Miracle Whip! You gotta go! Run! I'm running and it makes me think about my father. He's still alive. He's in the audience. Yeah, I'm running right at him. That's why I'm thinking about him, because I can see him. I got no object permanence. I knocked that ball out of the park. Could be anywhere by now. Bye-bye. I think it's a sports phrase, David. I think you spent too long at acting school. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're wrong. Miracle Whip is a type of mayonnaise. Oh, no. Question number two is OMV... 
a sports phrase or a type of mayonnaise? It's a type of mayonnaise, David. Of course it is. You know how I know that? Because I'm vegan and I see a vegan brand and I go, I'll see you in some shops, but not others. And other shops will have things that are labelled the same as you, but are not you and are bad. So I think it's a vegan brand of mayonnaise. Correct. That's 300 points for you, James O'Donoghue. Yes. What how a good you vegan if, you are. How do you know if someone's vegan? Don't worry. They will tell you if you ask. Yeah. If there's yes. a dietary requirement needed. Yes. Question number three. Your final three. one is, that's offside, you prick. A sports phrase or a type of mayonnaise? <laughs> um, oh, I think that's offside, you prick. Could be, uh, it could be like a fun brand. You know how like this isn't bacon is like, whoa, sit down, you bitch. <laughs> this isn't bacon, but it looks and tastes like bacon. Fuck you. <laughs> my my favorite um, version of any of that will always be Innocent Smoothies, which is just like, what are you hiding? But uh, uh, they're hiding the fact that they're owned by Coca Cola. Is that why whoa. they're called Innocent Smoothies? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's some allegedly uh, trade unionists allegedly. who would like a word. Whoa! Someone got Mark Thomas on the phone. He's cross. <laughs> David. I think it. I think it's, it's got to be a sports phrase. Surely I've lost. I've. I can't. I can't. I I'm can't sorry. lose this. That's one. offside. You prick as a hipster vegan mayonnaise, mainly sold in Hoxton and Bedminster. <laughs> oh no! But I love Hoxton and Bedminster. <laughs> yeah, that's because not only are you vegan, but you're also a hipster prick. And a bit. <laughs> I've realised um, that I. My standard uh, man clothes, or as I call it, going stealth mode. Um, I look like every uh, actor in between jobs. Mm. Uh, there's a there's a certain kind of like uh, like big, usually quite dark shirt, tight trousers, shirt buttons undone, a couple, and then a big necklace and an earring in, mm. and that's just what and boots, and that's what. All actors wear, and that's, nice. that's what I've ended up when I want to be a bit fancy, but also I've not got time to put my lippy on. Sometimes you just don't have time to put your Sometimes. lippy on. James, at the end don't of that, you've got 340 points and I've got 80 points. Isn't that exciting? You're gargling your water. To play for. <laughs> it's good for you. You're gargling your crisp water. Hold on a sec. Let me... Uh... Should we have a gargle off? It's good for the voice. Apparently, blowing bubbles uh, through a straw with a thing of water is very good for your throat. Oh. Is that why West Ham blow bubbles? So that they can chant more? Yes. Great. Yes. Do you understand that reference? I I love that reference. (laughs) I am forever blowing bubbles. Did you know that uh, the company that ended up being West Ham United originally... Uh, was uh, the Thames Steel and Ironworks factory that made the uh, iron for Westminster Bridge. Oh, is that why they're called the Hammers? Yeah. Also West Ham, I guess. Also West Ham. Yeah. It's probably more about it being in West Ham than... They hammered the steel. Is it like a... It's like they've thought about it. Yeah. Great. They were like, oh, oh, I'm a hammer if you think about it. Uh, Also... Uh, Arsenal gets its name from Woolwich Arsenal, where the thing used to be based before they moved up to North London. They're not from and, uh, arses. <laughs> they are not from arses, but I tell you, there might be a couple of arses amongst them, if you ask me. <laughs> Very wry. <laughs> Very wry. Is, hey, is this a baker's? Because that comment was wry. <laughs> round four. David, this next round is also called General Knowledge. Here's Noel Edmonds, and if you could wank him off to the point of orgasm, but not until he orgasms, that would get you a hundred points. No, of course not, David. That was a fake round. Allegedly. That was allegedly (laughs) a fake round. David, this round is called Matt Hancock or a grandfather clock. I'm going to read a series of quotes, and you're going to tell me who said them disgraced former health secretary and noted shagger Matt Hancock or some handsome 
old grandfather clock. Mm. So who said, oh, these are all for 354 points each. Mm. 354, because that's the amount of fucking Tories there are in the House of Commons. Is this Matt Hancock or a grandfather clock? I'm a normal man, right? A normal guy. (laughs) It's definitely Matt Hancock, because I've heard him say it. Um, (laughs) He said that recently. It's really fucking funny. It's very weird. Um, So that is indeed 354 points to you. Well done. Who said this? 12.03. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's just... uh, Somebody asked him, how many people have you started shagging? And what year did you start shagging, Matt Hancock? Started in 03, bro. He had sex with one lady in 2003 and then 11 ladies since the pandemic started. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Grandfather clock. We're going grandfather clock. That is indeed, of course, a grandfather clock. There we go, David. Uh, You're smashing this round. Hooray. Smashing this round. Uh, There were some mistakes we made in terms of measures. (laughs) Who said that? No, it was a grandfather clock after considering uh, maybe if a decimal time system would be preferable. Mm. 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 Makes you think, doesn't it? I'm thinking right now. I'm a normal man, right? A normal guy. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Matt Hancock? No, it was a grandfather clock in disguise as a person trying to get in to see the latest Marvel movie. He said this, bong, bong. (laughs) That was definitely Matt Hancock in one of his more illicit moods, probably. That that was indeed, that was Matt Hancock getting absolutely off his tits at Oxford. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Wind me up, why don't you? Again, Matt Hancock, he's got a short fuse big short that was fuse him though. he was actually talking to a grandfather clock that chimed in a way he deemed to be sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> wonderful three and you are young and life is long and there is time to kill today <laughs> and yet one day you find 10 years have got behind you he said that well i mean my music hipster brain can't not be like, it's Pink Floyd. Uh, so I'm going to say that was a clock because time, it's from the song Time by Pink Floyd. No, David, that was Matt Hancock having a sing-along to Pink Floyd in the shower. <laughs> However, at the end of that... I didn't that, know he showered. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> a sexy shower for when he's having sex with people. Mm. Uh, it Look, we can't be angry with a man just for falling in love. We can, however, be angry with him for a load of other reasons, such as being a real piece of shit. And at the end of that, speaking of pieces of shit, (laughs) David, you're not going to be feeling like shit because you've got 1,487 points. Give me the points. Give me the points. You have the points. Thank you. Is this enough? And next on BBC Radio 4, it's Archives from History. And I think, too, that I can say through my years of public life that I welcome this kind of examination. People have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Come on now, try to understand the way I feel under your command. Take my hand as the sun descends. They can't touch you now. They can't touch you now. They can't touch you now. Because the knife belongs to lovers. Because the knife belongs to lust. How silly. Now you're probably sat at home thinking there was no joke there. There's nothing to laugh at in this bit at all. Well, we knew that. We just thought we'd be a bit silly for you. Do you know why? Because we are the BBC. 
Fuck you. Round five. It's time for round three, and I thought I'd come up with a fun round for you. So this one is called, How Are You, James? Oh, David, you shouldn't have. David, I am doing really well. Uh, oh, good. I had a, a gig this week in uh, Canterbury. Uh, so allow me to recount this in a segment I call James O'Donoghue's Canterbury Tales. Mm, please don't sue us. Uh, please don't sue us, Geoffrey Chaucer. <laughs> He's a litigious guy. Mm. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, I had fun. And it was an alternative night. Very fun there. Uh, an entirely bread-themed evening as well. Um, Why? And uh, the whole crowd were into it, other than one scowling woman who shouted out something quite anti-Semitic. And that was a lot of fun. What? It wasn't fun. It was horrid. Whilst but you were on stage? Whilst I was on stage. But here's the weird thing. Didn't know I was Jewish. Hmm. Hoy. Called me a Rothschild. Oh. That's nuts. Do reckon she was just trying to sing her favourite Iron Maiden song, Wrathchild, but she's got a bit of a speech impediment? Um, I didn't know what anything anything that was happening at that point. Mm. I had gone entirely insane. That uh, sounds bad. I'm really sorry that happened to you. That's fucking but sucks. it's all right. It's all right. Because on the way back, I grabbed a lovely little sandwich from Mark Suspensers. <gasps> Someone's doing all right. Someone is not doing all right, Allegedly. according to the text. <laughs> Allegedly. Mm, that's so good. Congratulations. It's uh, good. Plus, I got to get on the one bit of high-speed rail that we have on this country. So quick. Which bit's that? Uh, from London St Pancras down to Kent. What uh, line is that? That is uh, basically it's the same tracks that the Eurostar use. Oh. And we were like, oh, Eurostar tracks, is it? <laughs> we'll have a go on them ourselves. Oh, nice. That's good. I saw a thing recently, somebody saying that they didn't realise that going on the Eurostar wouldn't be like just going through a massive aquarium. And they were very I upset. Thought it, I thought it would be like that as well. <laughs> um, I think because I, the Eurostar was invented whilst we were children, right? It, it, it was invented while we were children. And there was a lot of overlap with the opening of Euro Disney. Mm. And the Millennium so, Dome. There and the Millennium Dome. going on. Anything was possible. It, and unfortunately, anything, anything included the current present we have now. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the, the, uh, there was a lot of the listener, seemed... James's eyebrows went exceedingly high then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, for doing a good gig, getting a Marks and Spencer sandwich, uh, and unfortunately being racially abused, I'm going to give you. 1,000 points! 1,000! Amazing. Congratulations. That is absolutely Craig-mazing. <laughs> uh, you're going to explain Craig-mazing to the people. Craig-mazing is a film producer, uh, a TV producer as well. He produced uh, both The uh, Last of Us and Chernobyl TV series mm. for HBO. And uh, I think his name sounds like uh, a disgraced... Uh, magician uh, <laughs> trying to hire new acts and he would go up to you going that was absolutely Craig Mason <laughs> and I should know Craig Mason pleased to meet you and that was uh, a, a bit that I used to do on stage that always would go fine but we'd have fun saying it off stage every day it's pretty much it was great it was a great green room bit Mm. And that's always fun to go to a comedy club to see who's having a green room bit. Mm. Mm -mm. Sometimes that should stay there. But sometimes why not? Get it out and let's have a look. See how it works. We're feeling loosey-goosey. Everyone's feeling involved. Whoa. It's all good. Mm. Uh, my favourite thing to do with comedy is to see who's having a revenge gig. <laughs> uh a revenge gig is, of course, uh, when you died on your ass doing the exact same material that you're doing now uh, the previous night, but now everyone likes it. Mm, and you see their face go, okay, I can do this. Yeah, you see their face going, yeah, shut up, Cheltenham. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Or in my case, always Swansea. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? In terms of what comedy in... between me and Swansea, Swansea remains undefeated. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations on that. Uh, at the end of that round, James, you're on uh, 1,340 points. Is this enough? Little old church ladies. Little old church ladies. Occasionally horrific views, but mostly good at making tea. Round six. David, this next round is mm. called No, 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 No. How are you? Doing quite good. I uh, I am in the middle of Wedding Fest 2023 right now. I went to a stag do last weekend, the weekend that's just gone. I went to my first wedding of the season. Oh, it's the first wedding of the season. Uh, it was between uh, my friends Hannah and Owen. Uh, they introduced me to my partner. Uh, so it was very, very nice. At the wedding? Jesus, David. <laughs> no, 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 James. Uh, I've been with my partner for 10 years, which has resulted me in a fairly toxic manner. Whenever I hear somebody else say that they've been going out for anything less than 10 years, I now say, ah, rookie numbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Um, it was great because it was like the people getting married were the people that I, uh, person I know from school and the people that, uh, person that my uh, girlfriend went to university with. Uh, and I see all of her university friends a lot. And I got, so it was basically, I knew, apart from the bride and groom, I probably knew the most amount of people at that wedding, uh, which was great. I did have a little panic uh, before I left being like, oh God, um, am I going to uh, have to try and make sure I say, hello to everyone and make sure that uh, people don't think I'm ignoring them because I know so many people I don't want to like, but I'm going to knock myself out. And then I thought, actually, I have fun. And it was good. I had a nice time. The guy, after the service, there was a, a guy playing acoustic guitar. And because uh, the groom likes pop punk, he was asked to play like acoustic versions of pop, pop punk songs, which is a bit of fun. But the second song he played was Stacy's Mum, which was a choice. It was Does that a count choice. as pop punk? Stacy's mum? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Is it? Hell yeah. Ah. That is like, the Stacy's mum chorus is one of the most anthemic pop punk songs ever. So I can understand why he chose it, but maybe as everybody's just filtering out of a wedding going, God, that was so lovely. You don't want to hear someone be like, Stacy, and then change the uh, name to the person in the wedding and then go, probably should have done that. And you're like, come on, mate. Come on, mate. Come on, Tim. Yeah, so that was good. The wedding was good. And then um, uh, I've got another wedding this weekend coming. So I'm quite tired. I'm quite busy. <laughs> I have other stuff I need to do. a sleepy little boy. So, yeah. Uh, probably going to be really sleepy next week. And then the week after, I'll hopefully be really awake because I'm well rested. But that will also be June. So. There we go. Doxing time with David Hall. Doxing time. Oh, that's fantastic. And at the end of that round, I'm going, I deign it to you to have a cheeky, a cheeky 700 points. <gasps> so that brings you up to 2,187. Lovely. Round seven. Round seven is called, what position were you conceived in? It's for 69 points. <laughs> Just kidding. This round is called What Have I Bleeped? And it's for 7,000 points a question. I'm going to play you a sentence that I've recorded myself saying. I've bleeped out some of the words. You just have to tell me what have I bleeped. So here's number one. What have I bleeped, James? James is my favorite pe. <laughs> Would you like to hear it again? Yes. James is my favorite pe. Uh, it's either James is one of my favorite people. In which case, get out of town, you. Uh, or it's James is wanking my favourite pig. Which one do you want to go for? I'm going to go for the second one because of the slightly startled look in your face. Which either could be, that's a weird place to go, or it could be, ah, he's clocked on to a cheeky callback from episode two? Zero. Oh yeah, episode zero. Uh, James, this is what I actually said. James is one of my favourite people. Ah. <laughs> I nearly no, jumped out of my skin because you got it right. But uh, instead, you remain bad. bad. You were going to say pointless and you remembered that I hate Richard Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> 
James, question number two. What have I bleeped? My pin number is all. What have I bleeped? My pin number is one five six six. My pin number is all. You think my pin number is one five six six? Is that the one five six fix or none of your business? Okay. Well, the correct answer was my pin number is awfully secretive. <laughs> oh no! I was kind of close. Oh. <laughs> Question number three. What was that bleep in there? Wank off the day. Okay, either it's rim job, tit wank, the word that I've been told to use less, please, and something else. What's the last? Could you play it again? Dickhead at the end. Okay, so it's either it's rim job, tit wank, expletive, dickhead, or it's real jobs. <laughs> To wish Christ doing good. In which case, you're poorly advertising the position of a priest. David, is that what you're saying? You're, pri- you're, you're recruiting priests now for the Chrisos? Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. Well, I was actually. I've never been more sure of anything in my life, David. <laughs> Rim job titwank cuddles then bed. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> you said to, twice, twice this round. You have said part of the answer out loud and then not back to yourself. And then veered off. And then fucked off. <laughs> yeah, veered off like Vera Lynn. James, at the end of that round, I have a possible 21,000 points. You got none. Oh, boy. Oh, dearie me. Lordy Lou, folks. Ah. <laughs> My left arm feels funny. <laughs> oh, now you're having a stroke. Oh, oh. once I've finished that, I should go and see a doctor about the massive stroke I'm having. No, David, of course oh. I'm not having a stroke. I'm just delighted to hear that you made an excellent round. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that was great. Well, it's over to you, James. Round eight. Well, unfortunately, David, it, it, it isn't really over to me uh, because here on the show, you listening it at home, yes, you, I can see you. I can always see you. Stop that. <laughs> Uh, here on the show, me and David are a couple of loony, lefty, liberal guys with some crazy ideas about fairness. David lives in Bristol, which automatically makes him leader of the Green Party. <laughs> David, what's your fisheries policy? Say again, sorry? What's your fisheries policy, David? Uh, they have feelings. Excellent. Gets my vote. Meanwhile, every week, me and Nish Kumar, the most radical communist there is, meet up at Karl Marx's grave and we chant the ancient incantation from the Necronomicon Ex Mortis so that Karl raises his mottled skull from the fetid earth and tells us what is to be done. What shall we do, Karl? What is your bidding? Make Doctor Who a person of colour, he would say, or trans Bob the Builder, or there's a new fun marketing idea for a campaign for a multinational beer corporation that will appeal to a new market, because that's what communism is. (laughs) So I thought, in the interest of balance, I would leave this round to uh, someone a little more right of centre, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, only one right-winger responded, uh, and uh, they are, in fact, uh, so uh, out of my comfort zone that I will now be leaving because I refuse to share a platform with this person I just booked. So, David, without further ado, here is GB News presenter, conspiracy theorist and former UKIP, Brexit Party, Reclaim Party and South Bannet Big Boys Brigade parliamentary candidate, Roger Pileup. <laughs> I'll leave you two to it. I can't fucking look at him. Um, hi, Roger. Hello, it's me, Roger Pileup. No, no, let me speak. We've had quite enough woke drivel coming out of your mouths, David, with your double speak about things like wanking, uh, bleeps, and, of course, uh, stupid things like your weddings and joy. 
it's time that there was a bit of bloody balance and a bit of nuanced mainstream conservative thinking as a break from all this rabid left-wing stinking. Now, I thought it might be a bit of bloody education for the people listening, uh, who I can only imagine are all paid-up members of the Communist Party of the United Kingdom, Marxism-Leninism, if we were to play one of my games on my show on GB News. You've got to be Corb in it to Corb win it. (laughs) I'm going to list some things. Uh, I'm going to list some things, and you tell me if they are controlled by a rabid far-left mob of Loony lefty, sandal wearing, tree hugging, angles eating, sock fucking, Guatemalan pig farming, Miliband tickling, Starmer licking, oil stopping, milkshake throwing, nitwits. All right? Good. Yeah. Now, before we start, let's all rise for the national anthem. David, I assume you have that lined up. Oh, uh, I've only got the Green Party national anthem. God, this is worse than I thought. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you whacked off all the way through the coronation. You make me sick. Uh, I did what you were meant to for the coronation of the new king, which was a swift one in memory of dear Queen Liz, and then screamed, (laughs) it's coming home, until the neighbours called the police. (laughs) And speaking of, is the England football team controlled by the lefties? All of these uh, questions, of course, are uh, equivalent to... 1,066 points. Of course, 1066. The last time that England was great is England football team controlled by the communists. Mm, David, you've gone. You've disappeared off into the void. I'm assuming that that is you trying to de-platform me. I'm being silenced. I'm being cancelled here, folks. You heard it here first. (sighs) God, the Wi-Fi in this room is terrible. Really terrible. I mean... Really should have done something with the broadband infrastructure in this country. I, I, I don't... No, uh, ignore that. No, we shouldn't have... It, Wi-Fi's good. It's good in, in private hands, in, in a free market. We can't do anything. That would be uh, broadband communism. God, this character's rough on your throat. Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Oh, there he is. Sorry. Well, look who's decided to come crawling back. Oh. I know your game. You tried to cancel me, and now you've come back to serve, to apologise. Well, David, I'll take no truck with that. Absolute technical difficulties there. I'm very, very sorry. Yes, of course, because all of your equipment is made in communist countries. That's true. I think all is all of yours is as well, though. So... No, no. <laughs> Mine uh, clearly, is made entirely... Uh... Clearly, the England team are controlled by the left, clearly. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, David. That's why they keep losing. Look who won the Euros last time. It was the Italians. They love being right wing. We should be more like them, apart from hanging deposed fascists. We shouldn't do that. That's bad. Lampposts are woke. So, David, well done. You've just won yourself 1066 points. Hold on. Let me try and add that up. 1066 plus all of that. Yeah, that's good. Maths. There's a right and a wrong. And let me tell you, it's always right. David, yeah, is James Bond left wing now? Uh, is he? He's been rubbish for ages. So, <laughs> what does that tell you? Eh? Probably that he's right wing because he's rubbish. Just rubbish right wing, I guess. Well, no, no, David, come on, <laughs> come on, David. Yeah. No. No. No, David. The left has taken over Bond to such an extent that do you know who the current Bond even is? I don't think anyone does. No, that's because there isn't one. James Bond is going to be uh, selected from uh, elected council of actors, all of which are militant members of the Performers Trade Union Equity. Shameful stuff. Oh, I see. Sorry. Sorry about that. So, yeah, you should be apologising, David, because when it comes to the next election, there's only one clear choice. What's that? Well, the party I'm going to make. <laughs> David, the final question for this round yeah. <laughs> is a bloody pint of Green King IPA woke now? Is it a, cr- a lovely, crisp, nutty, frothy pint of Green King? I uh, maybe Green King are centrists, and therefore they agree with both all everyone and no one. Something that's 
both in favour of ecological uh, protections and also the monarchy, a green king. Yeah, well, I mean... Prince Sounds Sir- like the chappy that's on the throne right now, I tell you. <laughs> he's going to say he's been an eco-warrior for a while, allegedly. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go... I'm going centrist. Let's go for- centrist? Yeah. No, David. The bloody craven Corbynistas have even ruined a fine, pissy quaff of a gentleman. <laughs> These days, if you go into a Green King pub, you might see a trans person on your way there. It's all a conspiracy to ruin my day, David, because these people are everywhere, living their lives, keeping to themselves, having friends, paying taxes, trying to do their best to navigate a hostile health system. What's their game? I, if I, what, if I identified myself as a Rolls Royce, could I drink petrol? Could I? Could I drink petrol? Can I? Mustn't I? I'm going to do it, David. I'm going to do it right now to show you snowflakes how a real man deals with their convictions. <laughs> I reckon you think if I drink petrol, I'm not even going to bulk. Well, I, I've never bulked in my life, David. People have thrown things at me all my life. Divorce settlements, uh, 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 death certificates, uh, divorce settlements, beheading uh, orders, because I'm King Henry VIII. That's what they don't tell you. Okay, that's what the workerati at the Spectator Garden Party won't tell you. I'm King Henry VIII, okay? And I'm going to drink some bloody <coughs> petrol for you right now. Dr- lovely pint here full of bloody premium stuff. Good enough for cars, good enough for me. Because I, I identify as a car. So there we go. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it's awful. Was it unleaded or was oh, it diesel? I'm poisoned. I'm poisoned. <laughs> this is awful. Help. Oh, he's gone. Weird. Oh, David. Oh, no, he's stuck. <laughs> As they uh, rush me off to a hospital, a private hospital, I might add, I have to say, this is really a poor show, even for the likes of you. Uh, but it just goes to show how out of touch the left are with people like me, me real bastions of the working man. <laughs> now, you'll have to excuse me. I'm off to an after-dinner speaker's gig at the Lord Queefington Society. <laughs> bye-bye. Or as we say on the right, Bob Iger is ruining Disney with his woke agenda. I'm off. Or as we say on GB News, deplatformed. TTFN, which stands for Treat Trotsky Fucking Nastily. <laughs> oh, James, hi, you just missed a fucking awful time. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, David. Yeah. I was eavesdropping in. Ooh. Because I am a member of the KGB. Oh, nice. Cool. And I was That's just very checking... left wing. I was just checking <laughs> you weren't saying anything about the party, David. Uh, as long... And you're all right. As long as Noel Evans isn't part of the KGB, then we're fine. <laughs> what do you think? The K stands for. No? Yeah. No. K silent. <laughs> Is Mr. Blobby an informant? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blobby, I feel like, is um, uh, like a kind of uh, silent, menacing figure that the Stasi would, would have. <laughs> who just kind of stands in the corner. Well, the, the, there's someone interrogating you mm. going... Um, we're not so different, you and I. And Mr. Blobby just stands there going, Blobby, 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 Blobby. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, I, once wrote a joke, yeah. I once wrote a joke about Mr. Blobby I could do nothing with. Uh, what was the so, joke? Please, Mr. Blobby was my father's name. Call me Blobby Blobby. <laughs> That's amazing. That's good. Put it in somewhere. Put it in. I mean, put it in. James, at the end of this week's delightful episode of Is This Enough, you have a tragic 1,340 points, whereas I have a cool 3,262 points, meaning that I win the ability to know what I want to get and how to get it. And you, you massive loser, win a bin full of used dry wipe markers. Can't even make a bomb out of these. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, if you've enjoyed today's show, please follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok uh, at Is This Enough Pod. 
if you would like to send in your answers to the show uh, and your scores, please send it to is this enough podcasting at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me uh, at David Hoare, LOL, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok. You can also find me on YouTube where I'm uploading videos as well. James, where can they find you? Oh, if you really want to find me, you can find me at is that James O on Insta and Twitter. And if you really want to, you can follow my TikTok where I'm Let the James Begin. <laughs> Wonderful. Also, please listen to my new ambient album, which has been released at the time that you'll be listening to it. It's coming out this Friday in our time. So I'll tell you how that's been getting on. But uh, please go listen to it. Uh, it's called Formless Thoughts under the artist name Branching Audio so that you don't have to listen to some ambience and then some songs about wanking. James, do you have this week's audience round as well as the answers to last week's audience round? Okay, you sitting at home listening along. Last week, the audience round was which one of the previous rounds for the last episode did I make up when I was drunk? And of course, it was columnist or a load of piss. (laughs) The audience round for this week is what's wrong with my flat now? Is the sink leaking? Is the washing machine not finishing its cycle? Or is the boiler broken? Send your answers in. We love to hear them. We love to read them. I just want to know that you're okay. Mm. Well, thank you for listening to this week's Is This Enough? Please send your answers in and we will see you next time. It's Bob Iger from me. And it's Bob Iger from him. (laughs) Him being Bob Iger. He's been sat in the corner this entire episode and he's not happy with what we said about Marvel. No. Ah, fuck him. Allegedly. (laughs) Bob Iger. (laughs) Bob Iger. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live, they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney. Also, you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube, starting with mini-episode 4.